Hello and thank you for joining the C Generation Devotional. Remember, you're a chosen generation and God wants to shine his light on the world through you. Lamentations chapter 3 from verse 22 to 23 says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Father, we thank you for the gift of this new day. Thank you for this new week. Lord, I pray for your people that, Lord, your mercies would be renewed every morning in their lives, every single day of this week. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So thank you for joining today's devotional. And in this month of February, we're studying about ministers in the marketplace. And we've said that as believers, we are all appointed by God to be ministers of the gospel wherever we are, not only in the church, but also in the marketplace. And we've identified the marketplace as the secular world outside of the church, such as where we live, where we learn, where we earn a livelihood, and where we generally interact with people. Jesus, in Matthew 28 verse 19, gave us a mandate as believers to go and make disciples of all nations for him. So we are not to limit ourselves to making disciples within the church, but we are to make disciples for Christ in our daily lives everywhere we go. Over the past week, we've been studying about Daniel and how he distinguished himself as a minister or an apostle in the marketplace. Daniel walked under several different kings in Babylon and found favor with every single one of them. Not because he was a yes man. In fact, Daniel was quite the opposite. From the moment that Daniel commenced his career in Babylon, he set his standard as someone who served God first and the king second. He served the king and the kingdom of Babylon with his talents and skills, but his heart belonged to God, so everything he did was guided by God's law. We've learned several lessons from Daniel on how to succeed and fulfill God's purpose in the marketplace. And another lesson I want us to learn from him today is that Daniel clearly identified the people who God sent him to minister to in the marketplace and he made them his priority. In Daniel chapter 2, King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream and he desperately needed someone to reveal the dream and his interpretation. Nobody could except Daniel. So after Daniel revealed the king's dream and his interpretation, King Nebuchadnezzar rewarded him and promoted him and his friends. Daniel chapter 2 verse 49, the latter part of the verse says, But Daniel remained at the king's court. I believe that God placed Daniel in the king's court with direct access to the kings of Babylon for a purpose. Because the kings of Babylon had great power and they conquered and subdued many nations, they were tempted to see themselves as mini-gods that could do and undo, and the people around them treated them as such. But God placed Daniel in a position to minister to those kings so that he could use Daniel to humble them and let them know that the almighty God alone is God. In Daniel chapter 4, when King Nebuchadnezzar became very proud and puffed up, thinking that all that he had accomplished was by his own power and might, God gave the king a dream and gave Daniel the interpretation to warn him. But King Nebuchadnezzar didn't listen. The interpretation of the dream came to pass exactly as Daniel had told the king and Nebuchadnezzar lost his mind and became like an animal, left his kingdom and was eating grass in the forest until his senses came back to him and he acknowledged the almighty God as God. 
After Nebuchadnezzar died, his son Belshazzar became king, and Belshazzar, during one of his wild parties, decided to take the sacred gold and silver cups that Nebuchadnezzar, his father, had taken from the temple of God in Jerusalem, and he used them to drink wine with his friends during his crazy party. All of a sudden, Belshazzar saw a human hand without a body writing on the wall, and he had to call Daniel to interpret the handwriting. Daniel didn't mince words, but boldly pronounced God's judgment on Belshazzar just as it was written, and everything Daniel said came to pass that very night. King Darius took over from Belshazzar, and he was the one who appointed Daniel as one of the three highest officials in the kingdom, with the intention of setting Daniel over all of them. When the governors and the senior officials knew the king's intention, they ganged up against Daniel by manipulating King Darius to pass a law that no one must pray to any other god other than the king for 30 days. But Daniel continued to pray to God as he usually did, and because of that, he was thrown into the lion's den. The Bible says that King Darius couldn't sleep and he spent the entire night fasting on Daniel's behalf. God protected Daniel from being eaten by the lions, and King Darius was so overwhelmed by the awesome power of God that he made a decree throughout his, his kingdom that everybody must fear the God of Daniel. Isn't that awesome? King Cyrus was the last king that Daniel served, and even though very little was mentioned about Daniel's relationship with King Cyrus, the Bible tells us in the book of Ezra that King Cyrus was the one who liberated the Jews and allowed them to go back to Jerusalem to rebuild their nation. And I believe that Daniel must have had something to do with this because Daniel chapter 9 tells us how Daniel fasted and prayed for the end of the captivity of the children of Israel, and God heard and answered his prayer. So despite serving the most powerful kings in the world at the time, Daniel had the courage and the boldness to declare God's word to these kings. Every single one of them acknowledged Daniel's God as God, one way or another. And this happened because Daniel understood his assignment. He understood the reason why God placed him in the king's court and he diligently fulfilled God's purpose by revealing God to the kings of Babylon through his lifestyle, through his service, through the declaration of God's word to them. So my question today is, who is the specific person or who are the specific people that God has placed you in the position that you are in, in that place that you are at to minister to? Is it to your bosses, as in the case of Daniel? Is it to your colleagues? Is it to your clients? Is it to your classmates? Is it to your neighbors? Is it to your friends and family? May God open your eyes today to clearly identify the people that God is sending you to the marketplace to minister to. And may he grant you the love, the courage, and the boldness to reveal Christ to them. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I really hope you've been blessed today. And if you have, please remember to follow, like, and share your favorite platforms like Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, or Apple or at C Generation Devotional. And if you'd like to get in touch, please send a DM on Instagram. So have an amazing week ahead. God bless you.